0: Hello, men. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Men Under Construction podcast, a weekly program where we aim to provide men with tools meant to help them remain focused on the narrow path. This is a place where men help build each other up and not tear each other down. We are all under construction, so we value relationships that inspire us to be better men and better brothers through love and accountability. All right, without further ado, please help me welcome this week's lead foreman. Hello, men. My name is Roel Cortez, and I'll be your lead foreman today on the Men Under Construction podcast. Today I'll bring you a short message titled, Why Men Matter. Thank you so much for joining again and uh, sit down, relax, enjoy, grab a cup of coffee if you need to. Uh, But if you are driving or commuting to work, make sure you keep your eyes on the road. We don't want any accidents. So, all right. Thank you again for joining and uh, here we go. I would like to start by telling you men that your role as a man and as a father matters. The importance of a man as a father cannot be overstated when looking at the structure of a godly family. We as believers understand that God has made man the head of the household. Unfortunately, the role of man, from society's perspective, is being diminished every day. The world is trying to tell us that being a man is of little significance in today's world. However, while researching for this weekend, I came across some statistics that would really speak contrary to what the world will tell us, so I want to share those with you. First one is, 63% of all the youth that commit suicide in America come from fatherless homes. That's five times the average. Second, 90% of all homeless and runaway children come from fatherless homes. That's 32 times the average. The third one, 85% of all youths in prison come from fatherless homes. That's 20 times the average. It's unfortunate, but I could spend the entire hour, even though I only have seven minutes, sharing similar statistics that speak volumes about the need for fathers to be engaged in the lives of their children. Men, our families need us to make better decisions. They need us to start taking our responsibility seriously. So how can we start this change? Well, I'll tell you, it starts with commitment. I'm sure all of the ladies in the house will give me an amen when I tell you that it starts with commitment. However, I want to focus on your commitment to God. I'm talking about making the decision that God is the most important part of your life in every aspect of your life, including that of being a father. Colossians 3.23 says this, Work willingly at whatever you do as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. Most of us men take this to heart when it comes to being the provider for our families. But this also includes being a husband and a father. We need to remember who we are and who we represent. I know that I am far from perfect, but I also know that I am far closer to being perfect when I am serving God and doing His will and not my own. I am better when I focus on being a man after God's own heart than by simply being a man left to my own vices and my own choices. Legacy And if we understand our role and understand that it takes commitment to fulfilling that role, then we are well on our way to changing our legacy. I love my church and my pastors for teaching me that I can live out Philippians 4.13, that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, and that includes changing my legacy. Through the teaching and discipleship that I get at Grace, and from the real lessons taught from this pulpit, I have changed my family's trajectory and my family's role in the kingdom of God. Just think about what Bishop Franklin Jones did for his family when he stopped and made that turn towards church in California. The trajectory of the Jones family was changed forever because of that one decision. But here's the cool part for me and my family. The decision he made that day also changed the trajectory of my family, the Cortez family. And even though Bishop may have never known it at the time, that God was up to something much bigger, and his decision was going to impact many more lives than he could ever imagine, Bishop Jones was being a spiritual father to me through his legacy, through Pastor Scott, Pastor Brett, So now it's my turn. I choose to take my place and move forward and continue to build upon that. I want Cortez men and women down the line to be able to say, I'm here serving God and His people because of the decisions of my grandfather or my great-grandfather or my great-great-grandfather. I love hearing testimonies of people that start with, If it wasn't for my praying mother or my praying grandmother. But I want to improve upon that. Let me encourage you men. Let us strive to be the type of men that leave legacies that include the narrative of, If it wasn't for my praying father or my praying grandfather. We matter, and our prayers matter. Mothers and grandmothers are doing a great job of keeping our families moving in the right direction, but it's my prayer that we men step up and start leading our families as God has called us to do. Brotherhood and accountability. I'm always amazed at how natural it is for women to fellowship with each other, to minister to each other, to provide a safe place for each other in order to connect and do life together. Men, well, Not so much, right? It definitely does not come natural to us to do the same. But I'm here to testify to you that we need it. We need each other to make it through some things in this life. We need to have real brothers in our lives that have the authority to hold us accountable. But let me tell you something. Real authority can only come through real relationship. And real relationships can only be attained by investing time and effort into cultivating those relationships. If you don't have those kinds of relationships with other men, you need to get some. Scripture teaches us in Ecclesiastics 4.12 that though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. I can tell you that one way that I have been able to build these kinds of relationships with the men here at Grace is through Camp Andresel. We currently have well over 100 men that have gone through this camp, and I'm positive that each one of us can testify to the fact that doing life with brothers that love you and are there for you without judgment or condemnation is much better than trying to do life alone. I can also tell you with certainty that their wives and their children, that their family has been blessed because of it as well. I've seen marriages restored and relationships were strengthened after men having invested time and effort at camp by getting closer to God and stepping up to be the man God called them to be. Finally, I want to talk about my favorite biblical example of being a true father. If I asked you to name one man in the Bible that is a great example of what it means to be a father, where would you start? I think the easiest answer would be to look at Abba, God the Father, and you wouldn't be wrong if that's how you decided to go but I don't want to focus on the man who decided to step up and raise someone else's son. How about the man? Same one who married a virgin and ended up being pregnant with God's son. When he found out, he had every opportunity to run the other way. Yet he showed up and showed out. No pressure though, right? Can you imagine? Let me go ahead and raise God's son, the savior of the world. I couldn't imagine what it was like for Joseph either until I chose to be a father to my daughter. You see, she was three when Delia and I, my wife Delia and I met. And yes, You heard me correctly, I purposely call her my daughter because I don't believe in the title of stepchild or stepparent. What does that even mean? You see, I choose not to inject any pre-existing conditions into my relationships with my daughter. I am fully committed to being her dad. But it doesn't end there. You see, God also entrusted and blessed us with two of his sons. You see, we can all be like Joseph. We can choose to be fathers to God's children. And remember that even if you're still waiting for the blessing of becoming a father to your own biological children, you still have the opportunity to be a spiritual father or mother to someone. There are many children out there that can use the love you have within you, the guidance, the knowledge. Sometimes what we want and how God provides it to us don't exactly match, but his ways are always better. In closing, I want to go back to the beginning of my message. I want to leave you with one more statistic that really hit home with me. One that showed me how important I truly am to my family. If a child is the first person in the household to become a Christian, there is a 3.5% probability that everyone else in the family will follow. If the mother is the first person to become a Christian, then there is a 17% probability that everyone else in the family will follow. However, when the father comes to Christ, there is a 93% probability that everyone else in the family will follow. So please hear me, men. You matter, and your significance to the kingdom of God matters. Thank you, and have a blessed day. Thanks for having joined us this week on Man Under Construction. We hope that you come back next week. Hit that subscribe button, join us, get some more tools for your toolbox. Have a blessed week.